Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are talking about music, music that motivates us and inspires us and keeps us focused on God. So we are here at God Focus Podcast, always bringing content from our hearts to yours to help us all stay God focused in this crazy distraction filled world. And so each one of us today are going to share music that inspires us to stay focused on God. And we're going to start today with MJ. Go for it. All right. Thanks, Awesome Angie. Yeah, I, I've got lots of different uh, types of music uh, that moves me. And, you know, one that comes to mind is a, uh, a particular singer that I like his voice and uh, he has so what a great range of music he has. Uh, but the one that sticks out to me and, you know, I sing it in my mind as I'm even driving around or um, just uh, hanging out, doing emails and stuff like that. When I do some real mindless stuff, uh, there's a song that Zach Williams does called Less Like Me. And what it's a comparison of, of, um, you know, how we act, and yet, you know, Jesus is the ultimate role model of how we should act, and how we should act more like Jesus, and less like ourselves, um, because of how selfish we are, and so uh, the the great thing about this particular um, song is that it's really talking about the fruit of the Spirit, and so it leads back to the Galatians, um, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, if you don't know, in fact, quite honestly, we have in our GodFocusPodcast.com, we have every fruit of the Spirit as a topic that we talked about way back a year ago. Um, a year ago, you can find those podcasts in the early part of our uh, group uh program that we've built here so anyways you know the fruit of the spirit is the love and the uh, joy and peace and patience and kindness and generosity faithfulness gentleness and self-control all from uh, galatians 5 and so if you go to the song less like me he uses this, Zach William uses this, and the fact that one of the um, uh, hooks in the song is uh, a little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, a little less like me. And you know, and yeah, I mean, that's my best singing. I hope you guys got inspired by my uh, unbelievable <laughs> voice there, but that was singing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't even carry a tune in a bucket. So, um, but I, I do love the fact that that sticks with me. Um, and, you know, the point in the song, he makes different points in the songs where he talks about uh, walking past somebody instead of stopping and helping them. He, you know, you, you can stop and help people um, instead of just walking by them. Uh, you could have held somebody's hand when they're not feeling good or they're going through a rough time. 
you know, taking time to be with people um, and showing that grace and that love and that kindness. Um, that's what the song's about, you know. So beggars on the street. He talks about beggars on the street and all that in the song. Um, and living what you preach. So that's that's the song I wanted to talk about today that goes with me a, a lot of places. And then um, I thought about my favorite song, um, hymnal song, uh, Good Old Amazing Grace. This morning, I was thinking about Amazing Grace and the background of where that song came from and how it really didn't really take off until it hit the United States and hit the South. Um, that's when it really got got going as a song. And now today, it's almost everybody's favorite go-to hymnal song, uh, whether you go to a wedding or you go to um, a funeral, you know, it plays in all different places. And uh, that's a John Newton. John Newton's the one who wrote that song back in 1770, uh, something like that. It was not too, it was around the Revolutionary War time. But what he was, John Newton, uh, the reason why this song was written was he was a, uh, a ship uh, captain and he would take slaves. He was in the slaves uh, market and uh, he, he was really conflicted uh, and he eventually became, you know, abolish uh, to try to abolish uh, slavery and um, you know, he, he, he penned this particular poem. It was a poem that eventually got put to music. But in the song, one of the things that um, I always like is when it uh, talks about, you know, I was blind and now I can see. And that's a point of what happened to uh, Saul when he was going to Damascus. And he's on that road. And next thing you know, he's blinded by, um, by Jesus. And, and eventually Ananias comes and uh, heals him uh, with Jesus Christ's healing power. And now he can see. And that, that just turned his whole life around right there. That whole thing. I was blind and now I can see. And you know, that's what John Newton went through. He was blind about what he was doing. And eventually he figured it out that he was not doing God's good work. And um, so he pens the most famous song in our, um, our, our history right now. So when it comes to Christian faith. So anyways, it's just something that stays with me and it, it helps me get through the day. And uh, I love, I love music. It really moves my soul and it helps me connect back to Jesus and back to God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's wonderful. Music is powerful. Music's very powerful. I mean, it, music's all over the mm -hmm. Bible and how it was used um, in so many different wonderful ways. All right, Sam, you are up next. Take okay. it away, my well, friend. First is sort of a modern uh, era here with uh, the Gaither Vocal Band. Many of their songs, Debbie and I really enjoy. We 
on Friday nights, we typically just hook YouTube up to our big screen in the music uh, system and play uh, uh, Gaither vocal band songs and concerts and so forth. So we really enjoy just a plethora of music that uh, Bill Gaither has been involved in producing for so many years. And uh, it's just an amazing um, artist. And Debbie and I did have a chance to see the Gaither Vocal Band over in Pensacola probably about four months ago. And we really enjoyed uh, being there live with them as they uh, and his band uh, put out some great, great music. But today what we'll do is I'd like to kind of uh, roll it back because I am uh, here in my mother's house, um, uh, allowing my sister who lives here to have a little bit of respite. So uh, my mother's 90 years old. So uh, she and I have had breakfast this morning. And what I did, I went over to the piano and dusted off uh, the old Cokesbury worship hymnal, uh, which years ago as a kid, I, I probably sang out of this hymnal. And just flipping through to some of the old songs that are memorable, um, you know, back when my dad was alive, uh, one that he taught me was How Great Thou Art. And he taught uh, me to play that on my ukulele and I would entertain family members and so forth with the song Back in the Day. And that wasn't last week. So um, when looking at uh -huh. some of the history of the song, um, I mean, it's an old song. It was originally written back in 1885 by Carl Bumberg, who was a Swedish editor. And uh, it says a future politician, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, apparently there were some storms the day that, um, that day that he wrote it, that was problematic. And then when the storm cleared, that's when he, uh, begin to pin this song, How Great Thou Art. And uh, again, a great song has been sang over the ages in churches, and it's been covered by many artists like Elvis Presley and others. So um, that's one of one of my favorites, obviously, uh, giving me great memories of my father. Um, another song that I can remember singing in church was The Old Rugged Cross. I always really enjoyed the melody of that, as well as the words, and, and in looking up the history of the song, uh, you know, it was written, you know, up in Michigan back in 1912, and apparently um, a, a gentleman, George Bernard, who was an evangelist, was going from city to city and was heckled incessantly by several youth at a revival meeting there in Michigan. And you know, that just kind of brings it right up to today. All the heckling that, that um, those of faith in some cases experience, um, it, it just means that, you know, history is history, but history does repeat itself in the modern day that those issues, um, you know, still are unfortunately are with us. But it says here, a troubled by their disregard for the gospel, Bernard turned to scripture to reflect on the work of Christ on the cross. He later recalled, I seem to have a vision. I saw the Christ and the cross inseparable. And so he said, the melody came easy. 
he wrote the first verse and then the second, third, and fourth verses thereafter. And of course, that was one of his key songs that he um, led his his revival meetings with throughout that era uh, when, when it was written. So again, just a little bit of the new and a little bit of the old blended together for Christ, our King. Thanks for music, because it really brings us closer to him. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing, Sam. And you're on the worship team for your church, aren't you? Not on the worship team, but I am in the choir. Okay. But, uh, the worship team, uh, they're, they're really a special group of singers. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, the, the terminology. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I love it. That was awesome. I love the visual of the ukulele. You you play the ukulele for your dad and your family. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. And everything you guys have shared so far. Oh my gosh. This is so wonderful. Yolanda, you are up next. Aha. Praise be to the Lord. Amen. Um there I just like Sam was talking about, music is it's all encompassing. Um it, it has gotten me through a lot of times. Even when I was younger, I really loved music. And I um, really, uh, it really moved me uh, in a lot of ways. So um, when I became a believer in Christ, um, there were so many songs that just like moved me. Some of the ones that uh, Sam mentioned, or some of the ones that were just dear to my heart. Um, uh, one of the ones, uh, hints, because there's a couple of hymns that really, uh, really, I were touch, I touched, or touch, I was touched by rather. <laughs> um, one is, uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Um, that one just, you know, it just talks about how, um, no matter what we're going through, Jesus is there. And, um, he, he takes care of us, he, and he is our friend. Um, no matter what, we can share our burdens with him. Um, the other one that I really uh, loved was Leaning on the Everlasting Arms, which um, that one was, like, written in 1887. Um, and it's just talked about how, uh, what a joy it is to lean on his arms um, and we're safe and secure from all alarm, which is, is, you know, we are protected. We have a shield of protection because of Jesus. I I loved a, a lot of hymns. There's a lot of hymns that I really love. Um, another one is trust and obey. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Um, that that was another one. So the other song that is, is uh, more like uh, this time period um, uh, is by Kate N Nicole, and it's called Jesus' Name, but a prayer song, um, because it starts off, I speak the name of Jesus over you in your hurting, in your sorrow. I will ask my God to move. I speak the name because it's all that I can do. 
in desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing, that circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I speak the name of all authority, declaring you promise it's faithful to keep. I speak the name. <laughs> and then there's a part that says, come believe it, come believe it. Oh, the power of his spirit is now forever yours. Come believe it, come believe it. In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are possible. Um, yeah, I pray for I pray for revival, for restoration of faith. I pray that the dead will come alive in Jesus' name. And that I, when I first heard that, I just I sobbed um, because it was it was like you know just just being reminded that uh, that Jesus is the one true God. Um, there is none like him. There is none before him. Um, and he's always there. He is always there. Um, yeah. So those are the few of the songs that, um, that I, uh, really enjoy. Um, I mean, there's a whole lot more I could go on and on and on. <laughs> um, but those, those are the ones that, um, I wanted to share today. Oh, those are beautiful, Yolanda. Thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. music, music's so powerful. Good um, stuff. Yeah, and I, I love the point you brought up that, you know, even before you were a believer, song was motivating for you because song in general is very powerful. And there are songs out there that do harmful things. You know, it's interesting when you listen to some of the class, classics from years back when we, when like when I was growing up, like, you know, I like the beat, but like, I don't, you know, when you really listen to the words, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> what are we singing here? But uh, these yeah. songs you guys are all sharing um, to stay God focused. These are brilliant. This is so awesome. And um, so thank you, Yolanda. That's wonderful. Bill, let's uh, check your mic. There, she, there he is. All right, you're up. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, welcome podcast family. Welcome uh, everybody's listening and welcome the world. So, and I hope everybody gets their prayers and uh, hopes and dreams answered by our Lord God and Jesus. Uh, music is uh, absolutely wonderful. And, um, you know, I got, uh, I got uh, three songs that I really like. One is a Christian song. The other one is mainstream. The other two are mainstream media. But they just get me in a, a a great mood, you know. And uh, uh, the Christian song is by Blue Tree called God of This City. And, uh, you know, it talks in the song about how you are the God of this city. There's so much more to be done. And um, I just, uh, I, I, I love that song. Like, I mean, I just uh, feel the empowerment and... Uh, I feel the uh, uh, sense of praise, and 
Um, also, they're talking about, you know, God, you're not finished yet. There's so much more to be done. And uh, praising God for, uh, you know, um, his vision and, uh, you know, his help and uh, his mercy and his grace. And it's just really a good song. Uh, then the other song that I like is by Pitbull, Pitbull called uh, I Feel Good. And we need songs, and the lyrics are, you know, they're kind of secular, and uh, they talk about money, and that's all right. But the bottom line is is that the beat and the words, you know, hey, I feel good, you know. And uh, it really just moves me because uh, whenever I'm in a bad mood and I'm feeling down, I just turn that song on, and I feel better, you know. And uh, the other one is by Metallica called Orion. There's actually no words. It's just music, uh, a beat, a chant, if you want to call it. And uh, um, I just feel like the whole, the Holy Spirit and the energy fill my body every time I hear that song. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just imagine uh, the sound waves traveling, uh, you know, uh, across the land, the water and the air. And uh, I can... Uh, uh, feel the crescendo of music, and um, I'm really a music person. I love Caleb. I gotta throw it out there. Caleb is like the best Christian music station that I've. Uh, that I think it's one of the only ones I know of that's really in existence, and is uh, like nationwide, and uh, people can listen to it wherever they live, and uh, it just empowers me so much when I'm just you know washing the negative stress, the negative energy, and when I want to just focus on God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and good things, I listen to Caleb, and, um, you know, I mean, turn it on, you know, get empowered and uh, get filled with the Holy Spirit, and uh, there's a lot of good music out there, but like Angie said, you got to listen to the words and you know, what it says, but you also, like my mom used to say, you got to have a sense of humor, and because God has one, and you got to be willing to uh, uh, listen to other people's music, even though it may not be your music you like, it's so that you can understand them, how they think, how they act, what kind of mood they're in, and uh, give them an opportunity to uh, not necessarily influence you, but enlighten you to what they like. And, uh, you know, so that's all I got to say. And uh, I love God, love Jesus, love you guys, love music. And I mean, you know, I just think, you know, God's not done yet. He's, there is so much more that he wants to do. Awesome. Thank you, Bill. Mm-hmm. Love that. I, 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 um, I love when you mentioned the Metallica song, how you visualize the music, the moves, the sound waves moving across the ocean and the earth. And um, you can visualize the power of that song. That's, that's. It's very powerful, Ange. It's very powerful. I mean, I'm talking like, I feel the Holy Spirit enter me when I play Metallica. Oh, the song's called Orion. And there's no words. It's just a melody, a beat, a chant, uh, so to speak. And Man, it's absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. That's fantastic. 
Love that. You guys are awesome. This is what a great topic. Oh my goodness. Yeah. For me, it, the, the first song that always comes to mind for, uh, you know, a God focused song, it's always Shirley Caesar honor of God, because I use that so much, um, kind of as a healing tool for myself years ago. And, um, it's just a great one to call on based on Ephesians six, um, the armor of God. And, you know, I just, I love just the action orientation of it, you know, cause right out of the gate, you know, it's, um, tell me, what did you put on this morning? You know, put on, what did you put on? And it's a metaphor, you know, the armor is a metaphor, but it's an action metaphor. Um, and I just love knowing that we have control. We, we can decide what we think, um, you know, uh, you know, the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation, you know, just guarding our thoughts and guarding our hearts and, you know, just suiting up as a soldier, um, in the army of the Lord. And, um, it's the, the, the lyrics just speak to me when I, when I hear that song as just as an action step, like, okay, put the helmet on, say, you know, Lord guide my thoughts, guide my words. Um, and you know, all the way down to the feet fitted with peace and love. I, I just always love that. And I love that the song, just the beat, the, the, um, emotion of it, it just gets me all excited and riled up. And I just feel powerful after hearing that song. And, um, yeah. And Jesus loves me. I, I was thinking preschool songs. There's a lot of preschool songs. <laughs> I like simple things. Jesus loves me, you know, just like simple song, but it's so powerful. Um, and I was thinking back to when Michael was in preschool and all the fun little songs they would sing. And, um, uh, I don't even know the names of them. All. I didn't look them all up, but, you know, um, there's one, it, it's, uh, something about Paul and Cyrus, uh, little bitty baby wrapped in swaddling clothing. I don't know what it's even called. Uh, born, born, oh, born in Bethlehem. And it, you know, it's this whole song. It kind of builds on, you know, it's kind of like the 12 days of Christmas where it builds, you keep adding something to Children it. Girl, where I send yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that song? I send um, uh, that's a good question, Angie. <laughs> it's a great song. I, I it. love that yeah, song. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, whatever that song is, that I love that one. <laughs> And then I was, and then I was, thanks Yolanda, at least, yeah, I, I know people know it. I just don't know the name of it. Um, and then I was thinking, um, you know, it's, you know, um, their music is such a powerful tool for people. I actually, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certified vibracoustic therapist where I, you know, I literally use music for helping people relax and heal different parts of their body and um, just putting, putting our bodies in a state just through the power of the vibration of the music. And so I, I understand the, the power of music from a, a deep therapeutic level. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about, um, oh, what's the show where um, America's Got Talent or what, one of those kind of shows where, you know, these kids come out on you know, stage and they're just like so meek and quiet and, um, you know, usually just like, you know, so, you know, no one would like suspect anything amazing coming out of this, you know, little kid. And then, and they just like 
and they turn it on and like they're just like in this brilliant zone of like they perfect this certain song that they've and I and I remember doing that as a kid like you just hone in on something you really love and you just like practice it and practice it I was in choir <laughs> when I was little um and there I was you know I was just a body there doing you know just you know they needed people in the choir I was just kind of there and did my thing I, you know I wasn't any great singer but this one song I gravitated to, um, I'll have to think about the name of that one too, but um, simple song. Again, I like simple <laughs> and I just love that song. And so I would go home throughout the week. I was probably junior high, high school maybe. And I would practice this song and I just really, really loved it. And I just practiced and sang it and like, just kind of on my own. And I, and, and so we'd get to Sunday and we're, or at practice session and, and everyone started looking at me and I'm like, what did I do? Like, what, what's wrong? And like, that, like, and you're such a great singer. Like, no, I'm not. I just really like this song because <laughs> I practiced it so much. It just really got to me. I loved it. Um, um, gosh, it's been a while. Adonai, Adonai, or El Shaddai, El Shaddai, yeah. El El Yonah, Adonai. Age oh, yeah. to age, we're all uh, something like that. But so you've heard of it, Yolanda? You've heard of that song? Yes, yes. Uh, I just yes. I don't know the name of that one either. But I just I sang that one <laughs> so much as a kid. I just it just got me. It, it just it just moved me. I don't know if it was, it was almost like, to me, like almost like speaking in tongues. I didn't know what that meant, <laughs> but it's like these words that aren't like normal English. <laughs> I don't right. know. There was something about it that just really moved me. And um, yeah, so music's powerful on so many levels. And I, I love, um, I just love what it does to people. I do know from my, my uh, vibracoustic training, you know, anyone that has um, dementia, Alzheimer's, music is powerful for them, especially through the device that I use, where we can literally give those people moments of clarity, where like their family can actually communicate with them for a moment, while we can get them in this certain state with music, and they they can remember and like be themselves again, just for for a moment. Um, but it's, it's just a wonderful gift to be able to give to people that are willing to trust that level of of depth with the music. Um, so it's, it's just awesome. It's, it's a big topic. It's a very powerful tool. Um, any last thoughts, comments, uh, um, questions as we wrap this up from music, anything, yeah. anything else um, come up for you, Yolanda, go for it. Yeah. There's, um, there's another song that I think is pretty, uh, it's pretty powerful and it's called the blessing. And I think you guys might know it. Um, because it's actually scripture. Um, the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and, and, and give you peace is one of the parts of it. Um, it says the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Um, you guys, I'm sure you guys know it. Is it a song? Yeah, it's a song. It's called The Blessing. Okay. I don't know the yeah. tune of that one, but I know the scripture. Yeah. Let me think. Uh, I got to think. Let me think how it goes. Uh, I I'm sure I've heard it. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Something like that. Um, 
these I consider fun songs. Um, and one of them is my, my father's house. Um, it's my father's yeah. house. Yes. You know that one. You yeah, know, that's a big, good song. Big table, lots of food. We can play football. That's a fun song. And then uh, one by Chris Rice is a fun song, which is, uh, well, I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They'd be seen in a whole new way. <laughs> And it goes through all the cartoon characters and how they would worship the Lord. Like, oh, oh Veggie Tales <laughs> is another one. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> keep, keep going, Yolanda. What else you got? <laughs> that, that, that's all that comes to mind at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill, what you got? Well, I was just, you know, it's always on my mind. It's such a simple little song that we're taught as kids. Jesus loves me, this I know. Yes. Because the Bible tells me so. That's just, it's, it's, it's a sweet song. And I, I remember my mom used to sing that to me when I was a kid, you know, and we would uh, join in. I'd sing with my mom. And uh, that is it's just, I don't know. I don't even know what the song, but it's a little chant. And uh, it's uh, just uh, very heartwarming, peaceful, brings back good memories. Yeah. Yeah. Very foundational. I, I, I'm i right there with you, Bill. That's a great one. I think, Lord didn't we sing that one? Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you. And give you peace. Amen. 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 That's the song. Nice. Just the blessing. Nice. Awesome. It Thank just you. came to me all of a sudden. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. Love it. Yeah, Angie, how about that? Um, My Church by uh, Marion Morris. Oh, yes. Uh, that's another good one. Yeah. yeah. I like the music video that goes with that one. I don't know who sings it, but it's uh, called uh, Come What May. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, and he's talking about health and sickness or finances and, you know, uh, come what may, I will serve you, something like that. It's a, it's a it's a pretty powerful song. I like that too. Wonderful conversation, you all. This is so fantastic. I, I pray that each one of you listeners, of course, included that you found something in our conversation today that you can grab onto and just really lock arms with to help you stay God focused as you go live in the world. I know the, the Shirley Caesar song, the armor of God that's that's my road trip music. If I'm like really needing to pump myself up as I'm going somewhere, I love that one for that. Um, and it's fun to be able to have you know pull out a, you know a specific type of song or um, especially with all the de- devices and options we have today, be able to load up a playlist and that serves a very specific role in your life to put you in the state that you need. Because there's definitely different states of life. You know, sometimes we need to be, you know, strong. Sometimes we need to calm down. Sometimes we need, you know, you know, we're, we're going through grief or, or actual pain. 
um, emotional pain, physical pain. I mean, there's so many different playlists I've put together <laughs> of various, again, I'm a vibroacoustic therapist. So I have like these playlists I put together, you know, that help uh, certain scenarios. So think about that, pray on that and, uh, and find ways to use music this week to help you stay God-focused. You guys are brilliant, awesome, beautiful. Thank you all for sharing today. And all God's children said, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now, and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.